You couldn't pay me $500,000 to go and sit through a soccer or through a tennis match when football's on. It's not happening. I got to be honest with you guys. I love football. I really do, but it has been a, an absolute bucket list goal dream of mine. Go get your bucket list and check it off by yourself, pal. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to 100X. We're back live, perfect weather in the state of Illinois. Talk to me, Tony Sharp. Give me an intro. It's good to be back, honestly. It feels good to be in the cave. Uh, we had a wonderful time down in Miami, per usual. Miami. Uh, we did have a nice time. Miami. Shout out to Jordan Poyer for starters and the JP21 Foundation for a beautiful hosted event. We had a fantastic time. Stick around to the end of the show to see uh, that little bit. That's going to be something special. Yeah. But, Cuzzy, we're back, and guess what else? 50 days until the NFL season starts. I could not be more excited. I am miserable without the game of football. It's just not right. Life isn't like, my life is cloudy and foggy and ugh, ugh, without football. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it, it has been uh, maybe the worst uh, week in sports betting um, yeah, you know, I, year in within the year. Yeah, it's I would say uh, the fact that you know you have the MLB All Star break that goes on, and then the WNBA All Star break, of course, and um, absolutely nothing is being played during that time. But uh, I know how excited you are. The British Open this week. Let's kick it off with a little golf talk. I hear guys that bet golf; they all do it the wrong way, according to you. How do you bet golf? How do you do it? All right, listen. When I like to bet golf, and by the way, uh, I'll tell you ahead of time, if you don't like what I got to say, don't listen. But the bottom line is this. I have success betting golf. And the reason I do, cousin, I want you to pay attention now. I'm listening. I wait for Thursday and Friday. Don't even look at the field. Here's why. I like big odds. Thursday and Friday. Then the half the field gets cut. The prosciutto gets sliced very, very thin on those days. Then going into Saturday, you might see a name you don't usually see up top there on the end. Okay. Then that's when I look for the big time guys that fucking show up on Sunday, prime time, polo, ready to go. And that's when they fucking, you know how I do it. See me? I'm they just, like to take life by I'm the I'm such hornets. a fish though. I see these big odds and I like it. No, but you could catch like a plus 350. No. Going into Sunday. I want I want to catch a plus 6,000. Yeah, but see, those are the guys that are eating a turkey club after the first 12 holes. <laughs> they just don't even give a fuck anymore. Those guys don't. Listen to me. They got flights booked on Friday night. They know they're gone. Dustin Johnson's plus 3,500 or 3,300. You're going to tell me. That he's booking a flight on Friday? No, that listen, now that's good, but this course is not going to play particularly well for a guy like Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Dustin sure. Johnson's more of a, uh, I would say he's more of a U.S. Open type player, not a British Open type player. Uh, good value, though, is a guy like Ricky Fowler, plus 2,500. He's been light out like his career is like on the up and up again that's funny because he went really high fell down and now you're saying it's back oh he's 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 been you know in the top five uh has won a couple tournaments he he looks nice he plays for the money love the name he plays for the money cousin guys he's a top 10 type finisher he's 120 to one to win it all yeah because let me tell you about ustazen 
Ustazen is the kind of guy in terms of betting on golf okay. that you want to you want to bet him as like a top ten finisher before the whole thing. So you're saying like because that's probably plus a thousand. No, because he just makes money. He's just like you know what I'm going to get myself in you know sixth or seventh place. I'm good. They're going to write me a check for a buck thirty. I'm going to you know and then burn out of this bitch. <laughs> I'm going to burn out of here. <laughs> never wins. Never brings home the gold. Uh, guys, comment below. Who do you have for the British Open? Are you a big better or are you a Sunday better like Cousin Tony? Saturday Sharp? Saturday is the morning you should look to start fucking sprinkling and making some dough on the PGA. Uh, we got a new segment today. It's called Smash or Pass. And I got to tell you, I'm a big fan of Smash or Pass. been playing this my whole life. Can't go into detail. A little too dark for you. But with that being said, uh, we're going to be, it's going to be relatively quick. We're going to go through news in the sports world, whether we debate whether we would smash it, place a bet, or pass on it would be our way of saying we're not going to place the bet. So I'm going to talk to you about Messi to Miami. You take over from there. What, what's the question here that, that, that this guy's plus 5,000 to lead the MLS in scoring? Is that what I'm smashing or passing on? The current leader has 13 goals. He's got zero. Okay. Can he score, you know, more than this guy and be the leader? And we, like, can he just take over the MLS? So they're halfway through the season. Yeah. So they're basically saying in the next second half of the season, <laughs> the guy who has a 13-goal head start, can he be defeated plus 5,000? Yes. Lionel Messi. Yes. That's what's being asked. I just don't know if I like that bet because, first of all, you're trailing. You're trailing by a lot, Yeah. number one. Number two, a lot of the heat and pressure of entertainment in this second half is going to be on for this team. Miami this fans, team is not a notoriously good team. Miami fans are feeling juicy, buddy. That's what I'm saying. Stadium has been packed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think this second half might be more of a show. Guys, There's no sports in Miami is a joke. These fans <laughs> have been awoken. They and, have. And they're at the stadium. Grilling and partying. <laughs> this might be the mecca of soccer in the whole country. It's, listen. It's wild. It is the best thing that could have happened to this city, I promise you. Miami is full of culture and full of soccer fans. So Very true. Um, I got a question for you. Can, can soccer overtake hockey as the fourth major sport in the United States? No. No? No. I'm going to tell you why, yes. All right. I believe that America has so much culture. They do. And I'm not saying it's like bad culture, good culture. I'm just talking culture, right? Yeah. We're such a melting pot of different societies, and a lot of these different cultures love soccer. And now that you're getting it's names- It's the biggest sport in the world. Right. Outside in the of the world, here. right. Outside of the United States, it's the biggest sport in the world. And I just believe that if you see this type of excitement at a stadium, like, I want to watch a Miami- Soccer game now. Like, I want to see it. I wouldn't have wanted to see it before that. So if if you start signing the stars and these guys start getting paid the money, right now, overseas, they're getting paid the big bucks. Reason why they're not getting paid the big bucks here is because they can't support it financially. But if they can start to support it financially, the rest of the world's doomed. Here's the only thing, though. I don't think a lot of the current soccer MLS markets okay. are very valuable, like... Like, you got to think about these teams that play in these, you know, small market Buddy, cities. And if it's like, Messi came to Chicago to play the fire, 
It would be... No, it will be. It, the city would blow up. It will be. It's going to happen. Do you understand the soccer fans in Chicago? Oh, yeah, of course. I, I actually was at the buddy, MLS... Buddy, time out. All-star time team out, versus please. Real Madrid. Time out. Have you ever driven through Schaumburg, Illinois at 11 p.m.? There's a thousand guys out there playing soccer. Right off the highway. From 70 years old down to 10 years old. Look at me. There's no curfew when it's soccer. These kids are out until fucking. Two I'll in the tell morning. you what. I'll tell you why you might have a, a strong a strong argument though about this. Why? That I just thought about. That I think plays a major role. Listening. If the economy heads in the way that it's heading, bad. Hockey is like the most expensive youth sport out there. Like these guys who are playing legit hockey are paying like fifty dimes a year. I'm not gonna name names. I there was a young lady at at a gym that I go to and she was struggling to come up with money for her son's overseas hockey trip. Why wouldn't she? And I felt for her. She's a single mom. And my wife and I, we both agreed we should help pay for it. And we gave her the $5,500 to go on that trip. So you're, you're not, let's give it up for him. That's see, that's why. No, that's I'm only talking because it came up. But those are the things that you do. That I gave it to her seven, eight. I want these people to know that those are the things you do, though. That you're the common guy at the gym who feels sorry and does what they got to do. No, this was seven, eight months ago. I haven't told the story to anybody, but she's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm a single mom. Dad's not involved at all because bust out dads suck. And long story short, I, I felt bad. I told my wife about it, and she's like, well, let's help her. I said, let's help her. So That was very we nice. We gave it to guys. her, and he's actually going on the trip next week. That's so fire. I'm excited. I and hope they send some really nice pics for you, too. I, I said, listen, I, I go, I'm going to be honest with you, kid. I'm happy you're going, but I don't like losers, so go win. That could be a major <laughs> component in the soccer. It, the soccer does not right cost thirty to 50000 nope. a year. Shin guards so. and cleats. Ball's cheap. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, we're going to move to yep. tennis. Carlos Alcaraz beats... Novak Djokovic, uh, Djokovic and wins Wimbledon three games to two. Uh, it's actually three sets to two. Like, wow. Like, our producers don't know what sets are. That's awkward. It's okay, though. I'll cover you because I bet on every sport. I lost a lot of money for Wimbledon. I just thought I could wake up and win money, and all I did was get wake up and bent over every fucking morning. I, I, I just thought I could win. I just can't. Like... It's crazy. I, I have to say, I watched that match in its entirety. I uh, I lost money betting before the match. I didn't bet the match that one. Live, live twice. Uh, I I actually thought I stole the live betting bet of the century. This guy is trailing. He goes up to plus 290. Now, he hasn't lost on this court. Uh, at center court since 2013. Well, I did. So, so here's the deal. He goes like this after he absolutely fucking destroys this guy in a frame. He goes like this to him. Oh. I said, oh. oh. Plus 290, hit that immediately. I swear to God, it flipped. It was plus 100 after he blew that kiss. I got an interesting plus one. Plus 100. For you. This kid that just won Wimbledon is only plus 140 to win the U.S. Open. That's because he ain't going to win. Are you, he's plus 140. He's he a ginormous win. favorite. He's not going to win. No? You want to know what's going to happen? What? And by the way, make no mistake about it. I'm listening. The championship Sunday, U.S. Open, New York City, September 10th. That's right before football starts. We need to be, at the, we need to be there. 
because because let me tell you what's going to happen. You ready? I'm going to look, but like we're going to have to replay Sundays. this clip. I promise, Edgar, we're going to have to replay it because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen? What? Alcaraz plus 140 is going to end up on the main stage. Buddy, I'm going to tell you right now. With the Joker. You're not catching Again. you're not catching me at the US Open on the 10th. What date is it? What date is it? It's the t- Sunday the 10th. Yeah, they can kiss my ass. You know what you know what Monday the 11th is though in the same city, don't you? I know that it's the it's the Jets versus the um Bills. And that's a game that I'd consider going to, but I'd fly out on Monday <laughs> because I will be on my couch winning money on week 1 of NFL. I'll tell you what you couldn't look at me. You couldn't pay me five hundred thousand dollars to go and sit through a soccer or through a tennis match when football's on. It's not happening. I gotta be honest with you guys. I love football. I really do. But it has been a, an absolute bucket list goal dream of mine. Go get your bucket list to, and check it off by yourself, pal. All right. Uh, it has been though. I've always wanted to make my way to the Big Apple for the U.S. Open, and this year, I'm telling you right now, Alcaraz, you're by yourself. <laughs> All right, I don't hey, even Alcaraz is going to be defeated by the Joker in that match. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Go ahead, Shea, uh, Otani. This guy is Babe Ruth reincarnated in Asian form. This guy is an absolute <laughs> monster. Babe Ruth I, reincarnated in Asian form. Yeah, it's it's their turn because this guy is incredible. I mean, I am terrified. I think of this he's man. the best player I've seen thus far. He has 35 home runs. He's minus. Uh, all around 35 to lead the league in home runs for the end of the year. Matt Olson just hits home runs all the time because everyone's afraid to pitch to everyone else on the team. Uh, Otani is minus 750 to win the AL MVP. <laughs> he has 68 games left. Can this guy, can, can he touch 62? Can he? That'd be hard. He'd have to hit a home run every other game. Well, the all-star break was just there. He had 35 bombs. So it, like data would say he was on pace if that doubled for 70 bombs. Let's say he doesn't hit the 70 bombs. Let's say after 35, he hits half of those. I don't think he's going to make it that far. Call 35, 45. I, think, I say he hits about 57, 58 bombs. I think 50, uh, 52, 53 is where I think he's going to end up going. Um, but the good news is the Angels are always so far down in games, he's not going to get walked. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna say, hey, tee it up, Johnny, and hit his bar. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. Tee it, tee it up, Johnny. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Hey, um, I'll tell you one thing, though. This guy, you know what I notice about this guy? I hope he goes somewhere else. He hits late inning solo shots. All the time. Like, he's like, oh, shit, we're down three. I'm going to go up there and just swing for the fences and fucking drill one. Might be good to get him live doing that once in yeah, a while. 434, left center, gone. Guy's for no reason. It's unbelievable. Um, I hope he goes to another team. I hope Mike Trout goes to another team. The Angels organization, they should force ownership to sell it and uh, maybe cut off their pinky because this they're worthless. Like, sign me up. I could manage that team better than them. Um, all right. Smasher Pash NFL edition. DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans. Titans are at seven and a half over under for wins this year. Are you smashing or passing? This guy, team? DeAndre Hopkins, his age, his agent must have the most incredible reinvented wheel thought process of any player. Here, let's do this. Let's send him down uh, west with the 5'9 quarterback who likes to run the majority of the time. Let's see how Ooh, he fares over there. Kyler Murray. Then, hey, if that doesn't work out, we'll send him over with Will Levis and the other fucking guy, uh, Malik. Or what? what's his name? Malik? 
Yeah. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Let's send him over there in that fucking shit show. We'll see how he does. But one thing I will tell you, I think that DeAndre Hopkins has one thing in mind this season. I think he has set, he has noticed that uh, when you play the Titans, you must load the box defensively to I stop have a question, Henry, though. and you'll get one-on-one. Question. He'll is, get one-on-one. The, are the Tennessee Titans where every veteran receiver goes to die? Julio Jones, Julio Jones just did it. Julio didn't he? Jones, Andre Johnson, um, Randy Moss, D Hop. No, <laughs> but like I said, teams will put seven in the box and they will challenge. And DeAndre Hopkins' best part of his game is getting that one-on-one matchup. So Tannehill's going to start the year because they're asking, who do you think starts? Tannehill's probably going to start. Will Levis takes over at some point, and they need to cut Malik Willis. I saw everything I needed to see. The guy is a great physical talent with no ability to throw in-game. It's just not there. He does not have it. He's a great – maybe convert to running back because that was – I was impressed with that. I, I did. <laughs> um, NFL rookies report to training camp today. Today. Bryce Young over 20 and a half passing touchdowns. Smash or pass? I'm smashing that hard. I got to tell you what, I'm hard. smashing it hard too. I have heard nothing but like the greatest things in the world out of the Carolina uh, mini camp thus far. I got news for Their you. workouts are just sensational apparently. Their D is, there's players on that team saying that D is, they're using the word stacked and that uh, Bryce Young is a very, very, very good quarterback. I, I I would I would be I would I'm cautioning you right now. That division is gonna be a really tricky division <laughs> to bet this year. Be careful. Between the Saints, between the Bucks, between the Panthers, and then let me tell you something. I got a question off script for you then. Go. Is it the worst division in football this year? No. Overall. I don't think so. You don't? No, I don't. Let's talk about the starting quarterback. I think the on worst division teams, I think the worst division is gonna be the NFC. It's gonna be Seahawks. Um, Rams, Zona, and um, the Niners. I think the Niners will be okay, but I think the rest of them are going to just... You think the Seahawks are going to be bad? They're going to suck it. They're going to come down to you love You love your boys going to be slinging it too Who? for like 110 Who? million. Who? Who? For, you know Eugene. Yeah, he got paid. It's done. The guy's <laughs> done. He's going to be walking around on a, like, with a cane soon. You know, if Eugene. I ever interview that guy, I got to hire a security guard because the guy's going to beat the hell... You're going to beat the fuck out of me. Eugene, I love you, baby. I want to see you throw another 50 touchdowns you're not this throwing, year. You're not throwing 50 touchdowns, okay? And if you do, I'll <laughs> tattoo your name on my ass. He's got okay? good targets. Yeah, you can suck it. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Um, and then, hey, by he the way. all riled up about the, Eugene. Off the script. The guy cost me $2 million last year for pointless bullshit. Hey, Eugene, if cost. you heard this. Oh. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Send him a gift basket yeah, for Christ's sake. Send him He's one hurt. Of those poop boxes that you get sent. <laughs> He's in the hurt. Mail. Pack um, of dude wipes. He's all right, hurt. smash or pass. Let me tell you something. If running backs don't get paid this year, I'm gonna have a goddamn heart attack. The NFL is using running backs <laughs> like man whores use women, and that's not okay. It's not okay, NFL. Stop using NFL running backs like they're whores. It's not okay. Pay these guys. You're going to tell me, Saquon Barkley, you're not going to pay that guy? Shame on you, New York. You paid that bum quarterback. Pay him. Yeah, I'm right. You could stay silent. It's fine. I'm right. <laughs> Listen, you want to know what I think is happening here? Listen. I think what is happening here... Um, 
is that teams and organizations are starting to realize something that I've been saying for a long time to you. Tony Pollard is a receiver and a I, running I, back, I, and he didn't get paid. I agree. Could I just could I just tell you what I'm saying? I'm just getting mad. What, you know, you what, can just shuffle guys in for cheap, and it'll work. It just keeps working, though. That's really frustrating. It just keeps working. Yeah, I get it. So then they're like, fuck it. I'm not giving this guy 10.1 with a blown out knee previous. I That I understand. They're like, I'm not doing it. I'll just cycle in two guys that when they see the hole open up, they could hit it like anybody else. But it, there's a difference between a guy hitting a hole and making good cuts to create a hole. I That I understand. But my thing is, if you just keep cycling the right kind of guys, guys who could catch the ball, guys who can ground and pound the ball, one, one cut back. Deuce Vaughn on the Cowboys this year, I, I'm really hoping he makes... The team. I would like well. to see Deuce Vaughn catch six thousand screen passes uh, on the halfback screen, and I'd also like to see him I run outside them, zone with I the want, Cowboys I the whole season. To, I want them to run Pollard and Deuce at the same time and really fuck teams up. Fake the handoff, kick it out on a nice quick swing. That route. would be nice. Bang, gone. You'll have two little missiles in the middle. I kind of like the Cowboys this year. You but see what Dak said? I'm making it clear now. You, got, I, we're going to have a segment on declaring your fans fandom yeah. this year and we're going to make sure i hold people to it because i don't want to see anybody jumping on one bandwagon and i got a question for you what what dak prescott did you hear what he said what did he say he made a remark that i just wasn't really that much of a fan of I'm he listening. just openly just out of nowhere came out there and he was just like you know what i'm uh, i'm not gonna throw more than 10 interceptions this year <laughs> like uh, i don't know i don't understand Oh, my God. He said that? Yeah, like, why even say that? Then just don't do it. Like, if I'm in, if, if I'm him and I'm on my couch and I'm like, shit, I look good at practice, I'm probably not going to throw 10 interceptions this year. I'll probably just keep that to myself and then throw seven or eight and tell everyone to suck on it I'll at the end of the this. season. I wish you had the same energy against the Niners when I had 450000 <laughs> on them. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I did okay. I, I ended up surviving, but like, I mean, it was disgusting to lose by a half a point on the spread and to lose all the money. I was sick. I mean, I, I, I knew when Pollard broke you. the leg, I said, "Done, Zine, done." I should just shoot the bet, <laughs> bang, like a horse at the horse track. You know how they pop the horse? It's inhumane. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you. They just put a bullet, to bang. <laughs> That's what I did to my bet when I lost it. I mean, <laughs> just saying. You did. You yeah. were. You. This guy was. Devastated my poor wife. When he lost I'm like, Tony. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> my daughter's staring at the screen. She's like, God damn it! I said, Okay, don't say that anymore, baby. We don't swear in this house. We don't swear in this house. Daddy made a mistake. I'm sorry, mom. Get <laughs> yelled at. Oh, uh, get us to this next segment because it does look fun. What's the next segment? It looks like it's like a QB draft here. Snake draft five rounds. Okay. I'm down. Okay, let's do this. Tony, you get you get the first pick. Who's your guy? First pick? Yep. Well, here, before we get into this, I want to let you know that it has been said throughout all NFL executives, coaches, and throughout players. First pick? Go ahead. Players across the league. Yep. Uh, see, it really doesn't even matter who gets first pick. That's why it's dumb. Because what I'm about to tell you is that aside from Pat Mahomes, uh, the rest of the guys have said that Joe Burrow is a clear-cut number two best NFL quarterback. Listen, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. We're doing a snake draft. Pick your. You say you're a QB coach. Okay, I got Show Pat me. Mahomes. Okay, I'll take. Why Joe, wouldn't I take? I'll him take first. Joe Burrow. Okay, great. 
I'll take, uh, you know, I'm going to take someone you're not going to really like think I'm going to take right now. Who? Justin Herbert for this season. I'm going to take Herbert as my second QB. Fucker. He's going to be solid this year, boy. I really wanted that one. He's going to go off. There's another guy in here I love if I was you right now. I'm going to take, bold take, Justin Fields. Nice For number two. That's the homer right there in me. I couldn't help it. I'm going to take Josh Allen. Josh Allen, okay. So you got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Your team sounds stacked. And I'll take uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you now have Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Fields. Your team don't look bad either. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to take a guy I Here think is going to have a breakout season. Here we go. You know who it is? Go. It's T-Law. It's Raw. It's T-Law. He got first pick. This is just so it's, unfair. It's T-Law. Actually, there's a guy I, I would pick next, no doubt, right now. Yeah. If I'm, you miss him, I'm grabbing him. I, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts. That's who I'm going to take. <laughs> My guy's so smart. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts. That's who I'm going to take at number four spot for me. Who's your, who's your fifth pick? My fifth pick's going to be Lamar Jackson. I fucking can't stand this game. <laughs> Every guy I want, it's always one off because he got first pick. Whoever well, the producers are, you suck. Well, I'll tell you what. You pick this next guy. All right. And then I'm going to get fucked. Um, I'm going to take, for my next guy, I'm going to take Dak Prescott. And then that's going to leave me, but none other. Matt Stafford. I love Matt. Then Matt. Then Maddie Stafford. I love it. So let's rerun it. Let's rerun it. I got Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, T-Law, and Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford. You have Joe Burrow. Yep, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott, and Justin Fields. Yes, I do. I like your team, too. Your team's better, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, the, the, the producers know that he needs, a, he needs a competitive edge over me, and God bless America. He you know what? Thank it. you, producers, for that competitive edge. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Quarterbacks are over. <laughs> with that being said, we're going to throw it over to our segment with Jordan Poyer. I want to say shout out Jordan Poyer for having us to his event. You're an incredible human being. You have a beautiful family. And I couldn't be happier to say you're one of the only people in the world I'd fly to Miami for for one day. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the last five minutes, boys. Stay healthy. Stay smart. What's up, everybody? Round two, Jordan Poyer's event. Jordan Poyer's the man. Gentlemen, we're here live. Talk to me. Live. Talk to me, baby. We are here live. Talk to me. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll gladly put it to my, put it to my mouth. I'll pause that. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, I had to pause that. I said pause. Um, we're here at my second annual uh, Jordan Poyer Open. Uh, here in South Florida, beautiful course. Hey, beautiful event, brother. I Thank wanted to you. congratulate you. This has been a beautiful event. Thank the you. location, the course, everything is just A1 class. Thank you. Uh, it's been great. Thanks for having us. Now you're back with the Bills <laughs> hey, as you're well. you're back with the Cousins. You <laughs> got a new back contract. With the yes, I, I was excited yes. that you signed it. <laughs> yes. Some relief there mentally? Yeah, or? you know, free agency is never, um, that was really my first time going through it in the full process. You know, uh, uh, early on in my career, I kind of, I, I hit free agency, but then I, I, I reached 
re-signed real quick with the with the Bills. Um, so this is really my first time really going through a free agency process. And it feels like a breakup, right? Like, yeah, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? It, right. It's 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 the part of the business, though. You know, it's part of the business. You see it every year. Um, you see guys that that been on teams for so long end up going to other teams. Um, you know, did I think I could have gone to another team? You know, yeah, absolutely. That's the part of, of the business. Did I Who want? wouldn't want this guy? <laughs> Who wouldn't? I know the Bears would need him right now. <laughs> Does that mean did I want to? No, I. You know, I, I love Buffalo. I love the. I love the city. I love the fans. You know, I love my teammates, and you know, I, I, that's where I want to retire. And so, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to start another journey up with Josh Allen and, and Von Miller and all all those. How guys. many years is this contract? This is a two year contract. This is a two year. Yep, two and year after contract. that, you are done. Uh, I would. <laughs> Oh, he's not done. I don't want to put a time on it. I don't want to put a time on it. He doesn't want speculation floating around. Cousin, I got a question for you. What's up? Last time we were together, Aaron Rodgers wasn't on the Jets. Mm -hmm. This time, Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Are you looking forward to facing him twice this season? Absolutely. I've actually been in contact with him a little bit over the past few months. uh, And, uh, you know, just going back and forth with him. He's a great dude. Obviously, a great quarterback, but a really good person. Great teammate, I've been told. Oh, man. Great, great teammate. Uh, You know, I have a chance to obviously play with Micah Hyde, and he's told me a bunch of stories about A Rod. And, you know, I think a lot of people, I think he's misunderstood by a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Which is, uh, you know, that's fair fair to say. But at the same time, I feel like I, I understand him in a way that you know he's, a, he's just a beautiful human being i'm really excited to play against him i already got one pick off of him but uh, so real quick a- <laughs> you said that Mike, micah hyde was giving you some info on him absolutely Does, do we know some do we know something about it now when you get out there do we know hey you got, got you and micah back there this back year again, so dude. you guys are gonna have I, I'm, I'm really the mental stability that. i'm really excited about playing with micah again you know both him and i were going through injuries all last season even tredavious too it's the first time really him and i and tredavious that will be on the field for the first time since thanksgiving in two and in, in two years you know with Tredavious going out with ACL and then Micah going out early last year me being on and off um, all season long but boys is healthy boys are ready to go man and and, and here we are it's football are season. the bills locked in do you like do you guys feel Absolutely. the team like more glued this year yeah, mentally I mean, we're always glued you know we're always glued and, and you know you never want to bring you never want to like make excuses or anything like that because um, you know we are a good football team and, and we knew that we were a good football team last year and to be honest there, you, you look back at the season and um, you know there was a, there was a lot that went down a lot there. of distractions a lot of a lot of you know not even just distractions it's very just... very emotional um, emotional roller coaster ride of just stuff that didn't really have anything to do with football you know and so you know trying to maneuver all of that as far as you know with the weather with Ham, with you know you know uh, with Miss Pagula you know with the shooting in Buffalo just yeah. a lot of stuff that that transpired over over the season that, that we had to, you know, trying to find ways to get over and handle. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, like dudes we have in that locker room, I, I feel like we handled it the exact way. Did we come out on top of the end? No. But at the same time, I feel like we grew as a football team and we're, we're more ready for this year for, for what's to come. First Monday night game of the season. Absolutely. So Bills Jets. It's gonna be. Listen, I got I'm so fired just talking up. about it. I'm not even playing. <laughs> Tell me how excited you are for this game. Tell me what you guys are bringing to the table. Oh, Tell man. me right now. Who's gonna set the tone in this game? Ooh, I mean, a Monday night game first, first defense. I mean, it's it's got to be. It's got to be. And, and you know, understand that's a good football team. You know, offensively, obviously with what they with the new weapons that they have, but defensively as well. You know, they got a really good defensive line, a really good secondary, and uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good football game. It's gonna be a really good football game. One that everybody's gonna be watching. And we gotta go to, to that play. game. Oh, absolutely. You I might have to fly. We're to that gonna go, we gotta be at that game. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be electric. <laughs> It's going to be electric, you know, Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform, Bills coming to town, like,
like it's gonna be super electric and uh, we're excited about it we're i'm gonna need you to it. beat the shit out of Jets, okay <laughs> that'd be nice that'd be nice that'd be nice to start out when those know. receivers come across the middle oh, i'm gonna need you to hit them absolutely. right in the chest absolutely. not the head the chest absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. legally legally um, yeah. i do have a genuine uh question as a friend we're friends now i i consider absolutely. you a friend when you're in buffalo and the weather hits i'm gonna be honest i hate weather and I'm not looking for you to make an excuse about the playoff game that you played in. Mm-hmm. But did the snow have a factor in that playoff game against Cincinnati? Dude, I'm going to be completely yeah, transparent. Talk to me. Like, yeah. Nobody likes the cold weather. Like, there's no – I don't feel like there's a – Your fans like it. Yeah. In, but you you're know, talking they're, they're in, in terms of the game. Like, no one's really like feeling like they're going to give their best out there no, in the I'm cold. Not necessarily give their best. It's just like, like – if I like, I know you're cold. Like everybody's cold. So the guys that are coming out there with their shirts off and like trying to do that pregame like stuff, yeah. like stop it. Like come on, stop bro. it. Like, Quit being not, tough. Yeah, nice abs, like, bro. You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But like everybody's cold. So it's just like really just digging deep within yourself and finding ways to to just make shit happen. You know, and then games like that, you just got to try to be just gonna make shit happen. You know, everybody's cold. Everybody's fingers are cold. And, you know, everybody's shoulders are cold. And and do you like it? Nah, not necessarily. I I don't necessarily. That's why you live like in Florida. In the cold. That's why I come down here six <laughs> months of the year and enjoy the sunshine. Because when I go back up there, it's freezing. But it, it you know it, it's it's I, it is fun to play in in a sense. Of, you know, when it's snowing and you got the lights and, and you know like the Miami game. I remember the Miami game at home and fans throwing snowballs onto the field. Like it's electric, <laughs> dude. Like it's electric. But uh, it definitely is. Like everybody's cold. Like there's not any. The cold cities though, they do say something special about the fan base. Do Absolutely. They not? The fact that those people Absolutely. show up there Absolutely. to freeze their asses off 60, at such a crucial time of the season especially when you guys are playing absolutely the heart of the games of the playoffs it's a, it's it's the coldest um you know in chicago we have the fans obviously we haven't been to the playoffs in quite some time <laughs> it's been a long time but when it that gets a, cold yeah, you know we know that, that the people bear down for sure yeah, that was the coldest game i ever played in when we went to chicago last year oh yeah you uh, played uh, in negative temperatures oh dude yeah and, i mean <laughs> like i've talked to some of the guys on that team and they like they're even like dude that shit is not, like, no, that's not it. <laughs> I'd rather be in a dome. Don't worry. We're going to build a new stadium. It's going to be yeah, nice. You'll yeah. be retired by then. I'll definitely be retired by then, but it's all right. It's all right. Oh, we appreciate it. All right, Jordan, it's been a pleasure. It's your event. We want you to get out there, socialize. You're our family. 100X Club for guys. life. We love you. Absolutely. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you guys for having Thanks, Thank brother. you guys for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the episode where I tell you, bet responsibly. There's 50 days until NFL season kicks off. You do not need to make bets. Take a break. It's okay to take a break. Baseball sucks anyways. I think the Cubs are down 3-0, and I bet them plus one and a half. I'm done zine. Can't stand this team. So with that being said, stay healthy, stay <laughs> smart, and don't bet until the NFL season, unless you really want some action, because I'll be betting too. Good night, guys. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.